0: Hi, I'm Mario Evan, and you're listening to Talk Truth, a weekly inspired Edutainment podcast discussing the things that most people are afraid to, but from a Jamaican perspective. From relationships, sex and sexuality to the ins and outs of entrepreneurship, in this space we speak about almost anything with the intention to inspire, educate, entertain, and create a fair and balanced space where your truth shall become your power and set you free. Guys, guess what? Welcome to Talk Truth. And you're listening to your boy, Mario Evan. You know how it go already. Guess what? It's episode number 39 and I'm celebrating a one year anniversary. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Cheers from the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So May 12, as you may have remembered, was the one year anniversary of my podcast. And I shared that day with the anniversary of my album launch, which was May 12th in 2015. The launch of my debut album, Reggae Soul, Volume 1, Me on Love. And I decided to have Talk Truth be born on May 12, 2019. And I figured why not. I thought it was a cool thing to do. I had started recording the podcast and I thought, let's let's let do this let's share this and i kind of like it and i may continue to release things on may 12th for the rest of my life <laughs> so just look out for that date you know lock it into your phone and um of course this show wouldn't have been possible without your support people actually listen from week to week which is um really an honor and outside of you listening i wouldn't have been able to do the show without the wonderful guests who were brave enough to come and just take off their mask their cloak and just leg of the thing and have a one-hour reasonings with me and I I really appreciate them so this episode is really dedicated to you and as we celebrate I dedicate this episode to them and I took the opportunity to touch base with each of them and ask them three questions to give us a brief update on their life now either read the topic they spoke about or just about living in a pandemic as you know we're in and um, two did they get any feedback about being on the podcast and if so what was it and three did speaking your truth on the podcast impact you in any way uh, impact them in any way an aha moment a light bulb moment a revelation to them something that they hadn't felt or discovered about themselves before and i mean of course we say talk truth is a place where your truth shall set you free so let's hear what they had to say so i'm going to kick it off with episode number three with my friend khadija richards
1: since being a guest on talk truth a lot of things have happened and there have been several changes in my life as i mentioned on the show i was in the process of completing a master's degree and last july i successfully presented my paper on colorism as a limiting factor for female participation in tennis in jamaica yeah that's a mouthful After graduating, I was offered a position with World Athletics, so I recently moved from Jamaica, of course, just in time to be confined in a new country by myself, but I'm still working and I'm extremely grateful for that. My position is in sports integrity, which is literally what my last degree was in, so that in and of itself is very rewarding and fulfilling. It's definitely challenging, But the work I'm doing is important and impactful. And I'm excited to be a part of something that should make the sporting world a little bit better. So, mostly good things since Talk Truth. The only pretty obvious downside is that all of these major changes happened right before a pandemic. And now I'm away from my family and my friends indefinitely. But so far, I've managed to stay safe and healthy and I hope everyone else has too. I I didn't really get much feedback about being on the podcast. Good or bad. Well, besides from my main critic, my sister who <laughs> offered me several suggestions on how to improve my public speaking, which I definitely appreciated because it helped me when I had to defend my thesis. What I did find interesting was that the podcast started a lot of conversations and several people spoke to me about their experiences with colorism and how that impacted their lives or how they've seen it impact other people's lives. And that was very helpful for me in my research and it gave me a much better and broader perspective of the Jamaican experience with colorism. Speaking my truth, on the podcast was probably more beneficial for me than it was for you on the show. You know, as open and blunt as I am known to be, I tend not to discuss sensitive topics in public forums or on social media because I know people can have very strong reactions to them. But I was happy I did it because, like I mentioned, it helped me to iron out some things for my thesis defense, which I am grateful for because it went well enough for me to get a distinction in the course, which is great. I can't think of anything negative that came out of it. In fact, it was encouraging to know that people were interested in the topic and that there is a space for conversation and attitude shifts. And I think that's what's really great about this podcast is that it gets people thinking and talking and it creates these well-needed dialogues about a lot of the things people are experiencing and dealing with. So just wishing you all the best with season three of the show and all the many more to come. Talk truth, don't know.
0: <laughs> well, like I we have had that talk truth at the NLQ really talks, you Um Khadija, congratulations on your achievements. That's so amazing. I'm really happy for you. You were my second guest ever. And trust me, I had no idea what I was doing. I literally was I don't know just swimming my way through with the guests and the topics and you threw this topic out and I said let's tackle it and um, as you said I had no idea the type of responses I would have gotten it started many conversations some people were happy with how it was presented others weren't and some of the things people said about it were interesting they were saying that they needed like two dark skinned people to um have the conversation and i'm like well if you haven't seen khadijah she's not exactly a brownie but the whole point was that like any good movie that has a weird ending and it make people upset or even when it's really exciting you know that once you are angry or even emotionally provoked then you know that it did something right and that's something that that i have learned from this podcast that you won't please everybody all the time but um once you get them talking you know it's a good thing so kadija thanks again stay safe in your new country in your new space and um knock him dead i'm proud of you and i mean of course for someone starting with a new podcast you'll notice the trend the next episode is episode number four which was his music deteriorating with my very own brother wayne guthrie we call him wayne greasy let's
2: hear from him well to be honest not too much has changed with the pandemic i mean i've always been known as uh, introverted socially relatively socially distant fellow now i get in praise fight you know i turn horse rat hero kind of funny kind of strange i mean i do miss certain level of interaction but at the same time you know i do see why it is for the greater good so doing what comes naturally and being pressed for it ain't too bad so you know i'm going on with it same way we see how it turns out you know i praying that we fear out for the best and that you know we can get up and running in good time but most important in the right time with the least amount of losses and damage Okay, well, I didn't get a whole lot of feedback regarding the the episode I mean I got that well to be honest, one person really gave me the most feedback, and it was positive. I mean he said that you know he didn't really know that side of me with regard to me and the music, and it was interesting to hear me talk about music, which I mean is good. I think I think my episode was overshadowed by you know my father's i mean quality of vagina you know it's hard to go around that it's hard to be that especially since you know the thing that we all come from and most of us go back to I wouldn't call it an aha moment but it was more of like a reminder you know talking about music with you reminded me how much you know I'm into music how much I enjoy and love music so it was it was a nice reminder because currently in my life it, it, I kind of focus a bit too much on on the work side of life which does not have to do with music so having that quote-unquote distraction or focus back on music was I believe good for me
0: well bro thank you so much for doing this episode with me because you were one of my and still are one of my biggest musical influences in life so I we call the episode brother banter because even though we thought we had a goal to talk about whether music was deteriorating We spoke about so many other things in the realm of music because it's something that we both love so much. And um, I know that the public space is not necessarily your space, but you are willing to share that space with me. So And also help me to figure out my stride in terms of what kind of episodes I wanted to have and how they functioned. So thank you for being a part of the journey. And I hope you keep continuing to find happiness in your journey as it relates to your love of music and finding a nice balance between work and passion. So thanks again. The next guest that we're going to hear from is the guest from episode number seven, which was on social media. None other than a young man called Mr. Akeem Beckford. Ironic story. Never knew Akeem before. Simon, social media. We had brief interactions. Good singer and somehow I think he may have heard the show show that interest I may have seen great potential in him asked him if he wanted to be a part of it I don't even remember which direction it went but Akeem said yes and it was definitely one of the most fun episodes I've had because it was just really cool and casual especially talking to someone that I never met before but we just had a really good um on-air chemistry and it was fun
3: What's up everybody, Akeem Beckford here, checking in to Talk Truth, JA with Mario Evan, and I must say, my life now is very different. Regarding this pandemic, I have had to do a lot of things differently. There's a lot of working from home, school is now being done, online from home, finishing up this marketing degree. And so it's the adjustment that, you know, you really have to set your mind to uh a lot of us would want to you know stay home away from work or school but when you really you know realize that you have to do this every day and it's become a routine you start to get annoyed and you start to feel you know a bit stuck and you hope that this whole coronavirus pandemic will go away but things are moving slowly but surely uh, the topic discussed still has an impact on my life as i am still a director of digital and social media i am currently nearing the end of my tenure with the Utech Future Markets Association in that role, and I am currently now doing freelance digital and social media management work and content strategy work online. Uh, Working from home, doing that is great. It's easy. I don't have to go into an office. I create my office at home, but it's just, you know, a little bit unfortunate that I don't get to see my clients as often, but, you know, we still do Zoom calls and, you know, whatever is there that we can use as a medium to make communication easier so yes life has changed but you know we have to do the best with what we have while we have it until things get back to normal or as close to normal as possible. Since my episode of Talk Truth aired which was episode 7 last year June I've had a lot of feedback people saying "Oh, we didn't know you did social media management we didn't know you knew so much about the topic you know a lot of people just getting into the do's and don'ts of social media and things that they didn't know and there are a lot of people that learned more about me that thought they knew me but you know didn't fully know me at the time so a light-hearted conversation on a podcast it's amazing what it can do and how much it can actually teach people and i believe that it actually you know alleviated my fear of you know being afraid of what my voice sounded like on a podcast or on radio. And it was just such a fun experience that I'm glad I got to share with Mario Uh, I, you know, had my personal insecurities and discomforts with my voice and how it sounded, but after a while you get so comfortable and relaxed with just having a regular conversation. You forget the microphones and the headphones are there, and it became such an easy conversation to work with, and I'm really thankful for the opportunity from Mario to talk my truth. It definitely made my heart lighter, my mind was lighter, and I was able to have more discussions on that topic months after that. Since then I've taken up different positions, I've been getting a lot more work experience and I've gotten a chance to grow emotionally and mentally. And I'm really thankful for that opportunity. And I cannot wait to see where Talk Truth JA goes from here.
0: And that makes both of us my friend. It was really a pleasure meeting you. You're a breath of fresh air and it's just nice to meet young people who are doing things that they love and doing it in a cool way. And I want you guys to really check out Akeem's social media stuff. Akim Beckford, he's on TikTok doing crazy TikToks. And just being fully present and having a good time, you know. And I like that because life is meant for living. And um, hopefully we'll work again in the future, Akeem. And all the best with all of your endeavors. It was funny having an older person talking to a younger person about... Um, social media and our perspectives though both are young people still but big up yourself and my next guest uh who my fellow libra brethren rt Raw, randy Rowe himself had one of the most listened to episodes in the entire history of the podcast until he was rivaled by ck and tammy chin who who probably are up there with um and my father actually as well too are up there but randy was leading the way and what that showed me about randy's episode was that he spoke about something a lot of people really resonated with and we spoke about personal financial freedom and that was episode number episodes nine and ten i had to split it because it was so full of information let's hear from randy hi
4: everybody randy here just checking in and bigging up mario on his one year congratulations on his one year anniversary of his talk through podcast um Mario had me on in July of 2019, I believe, and he, it was a two-part series, mostly because I chatted off in him find out, after we started, um, and we were talking about money and my personal financial journey, and how, how I have been and can help more people with their um, financial journeys, and it was a great episode, so I, he asked me to check back in and, and give a little update, and so I'm doing that, but I just want to congratulate him for doing this for a year, because... Well, as you'll hear, I now know know how hard it can be to do a podcast and for him to be doing it for more than a year and doing it steadily is is impressive. So congrats to that, Mario, and big up to the listeners like myself, because I am a subscriber. I am a fan. Um, Mario asked me to answer a couple of questions, just telling, you know, how, how. Things have been since I've been on, and the impact of it. So the first one was, you know, it's an update on my life. um For those of you who heard that episode, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. Up the man numbers, go back and listen to it. It's episodes nine and ten. um And if you listen to it, you'll hear that I said that you know I I also plan to do my own podcast, and I think that is one of the things that has come out of it uh, of that experience of being on his podcast, of seeing how he has done the work and how it has worked for him it has made me really inspired to follow a dream that i had and i'm happy i did so big up mario for that again um a lot of that has taken over my life now even though it's not a major part of what i do but just getting a podcast out every week is really really hard so that is one huge change that has happened and i have to i have to give mario some credit for doing that so thank you very much mario Yvonne um yeah, second question you asked was, any feedback about being on a podcast? Um, I get feedback every now and then. I get, and it's usually because I have a podcast and all the people tell me what happens is that they tell me that they heard me. And so I'm talking to them and then what happens is that the things that they tell me they heard. Are um things that I know that it must have been Mario's podcast. Or Nico so them they're like, Yeah, man, on that thing with that doctor, the singing doctor guy. <laughs> um so you, you realize, oh, it's not my podcast, it's Mario's podcast that they've heard it on. So that that's always good too, because I think that is probably one of the more personal conversations that I've had on any podcast, including my own. I don't really get too, too personal on my podcast. Um and so I when he, when people tell me about the things that they've heard from me there and there's a journey and my start and so on it really inspires them and that in turn makes me feel good so that's been good feedback that I've gotten from it um and the third question is did speaking my truth on the podcast impact me in any way um and well I guess I kind of answered that at the jump right it did impact me in that it made me it was like the last step for me going you know what I see how serious Mary is about it and the pride he takes in his work you know he's not a little record from the phone thing in them having little mobile setup booth booths at him just to make sure that the quality is high um and also business wise seeing him partnering with his, his his um sponsors and integrating them in how he does his podcast and you know making sure that he remains professional in that setting but also deliver something good every week and not being ashamed of it you know he does that that voice thing oh, truth and he asked me for that to tell you guys that too so i guess marie if you're really good you can chop that piece out. talk truth i can't i can't do it like him i'm not a singer um but it really did impact me there and in good ways and in bad well not bad but in good ways in that i felt really he made he created an environment where it was comfortable for me to speak and that is something major that i've noticed also that i've tried to imitate myself and when i have guests i try to make sure that they're comfortable so that you get the best out of them um it also made me see that i need to if I believe in something that you truly have a dream, put it out there, push it out there, you know, be proud of it and put it out there and you never know who might like it. So it has been really good in that regard. In other regards, I'll be honest with you. It's always hard for me to listen to that, those episodes. And I've listened to it a couple of times and my own episodes It's partially not liking to hear my own voice and partially, I guess just, you know, people you believe it or not shy. <laughs> and, and so some parts of my life, because I, I spoke more about my life, then I listened to it and, it, it did a dual thing. It made me more interested in putting out good content and personalized Jamaican content so that we can listen to something that we Jamaicans, us Jamaicans care about. You know, you always have to be a voice in your ear um, that's from another country. We have a lot of talent here and it made me proud to be a part of that and to I want to join that. On the flip side, I will be honest that it has caused me to kind of climb up and have a mental line that I don't ever cross online or in the media or anything like that there's just some parts of my life that i will not put out and for some reason i think about your podcast this podcast whenever i do it i think you know as good as it felt there knowing the right setting for it and knowing the other settings for it is really really good and that's not even really a bad thing it's just that it made me more aware of it and also aware of the need for more spaces like talk truth where people can come on and be relaxed and maybe cross that feel comfortable crossing that line in that space so thank you again mario for that and thank you to anybody who listened and enjoyed the episode and if you guys want i can push some self-promotion listen to my podcast you might like it it sounds like it's boring but it's not it's about finance about money yeah get a listen it's called earning season and it's in a very real down-to-earth regular man and woman kind of way you know so listening hope you love it and big up again mario a year what an achievement can't wait to hear when you're doing the 10-year one
0: Yo, thank you so much for all of those kind of words. And Randy's my kind of people, and that's why I know he's a Libra. Trust me, if I ever have a birthday party, he will be there because I like words of affirmation and Randy knows how to give them. <laughs> so Randy, you're going to be at all of my parties and you'll have to make a speech. Um... You said so much in, in in what you said a while ago, and I appreciate it so much. And I agree that we have to look at our boundaries for how much we share, because even within this podcast, I've shared a lot about myself, too. And I have to step back from it. And when I listen back to some of the episodes, I'm like, boy, what, what were you thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking? And um, props to you for being so passionate and knowledgeable about The stuff that you do know. And congratulations as well for starting our podcast. You're probably not at a year yet. But I see that you have 37 episodes out of your wonderful podcast called Earnings Season. And um, congratulations on making that step. I am proud of you. And I'm sure you're going through a lot of the same stuff that I went through. And we are going to be going through it as we move forward. Randy, continue to great things. And again, thank you for the kind words. Big up yourself every time. This next guest did an episode with me that was very vulnerable and it got a lot of interesting um, feedback from people and this is episode number 11 with Associate Clinical Psychologist um, Marlon Simpson and we spoke about loneliness versus being alone.
5: Well in terms of the update on my life and I'll take it from the perspective of how my life has changed since the pandemic. And I remember when we had the discussion and we were saying that, you know, along with my own personal diagnosis, it has been an additional challenge adjusting to a new location, a new physical space, a new job and managing all of those things along with being isolated or, you know, uh, I'm not really a frontline worker but I, I do have to encounter persons who have been exposed to COVID-19 so there are periods when I have to remain in self-quarantine for a time and it has been difficult and dealing with the whole matter of loneliness and not being able to interact with people as much as I used to and given the other factors that i mentioned before it has been somewhat more challenging but at the same time it has allowed me to face a lot of the challenges and and situations that I've avoided because I used to you know just bury myself in work so I think that even though with the whole COVID-19 pandemic there have been some good things coming out of my own personal reflections and thoughts and I'm really appreciative of Everything that I have been through are uh, still going through and just realizing how serious this is, how serious the pandemic is. But again, the lessons are invaluable, so I'm grateful I am at a place now where I am internally comfortable with being alone and actually differentiating being alone as opposed to loneliness and it's a lot about recharging and recouping and uh, so to sum it up started out bad very uncomfortable but i'm not a place where i'm comfortable in my own space being alone without having that sense of loneliness bothering me i actually got a lot of feedback from friends from persons who didn't know me before there are a lot of persons who were happy with the discussion. Persons came to me, uh, or you know, they 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 found me on social media and other areas, and they're just expressing their joy with 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 me being open about you know my own struggle with loneliness and how they could identify and have somebody who could identify with that. It has also been an interesting journey because. There are persons who have just been seeking therapy, seeking a counselor, and uh, the business has been growing a little bit as a result of that. And I'm I'm grateful for that. So that people have been reaching out as well, seeking advice in various ways and stuff. So I was really happy with the podcast and how it has impacted my life, my business, and otherwise. Talking about my own personal struggles or my own truth regarding loneliness it, it forced me to take a look at some of the things that I've been doing and realize what was going on because when you're going through different situations you don't really stop to think about them in detail or you try to figure out what's going on it's all a sort of blur but when you're actually forced to sit down and talk about it it really brought some things to light for me it pointed out that there are of things in my life that i need to work on and as i had said on the podcast that every time we venture to deal with another situation or another person we're actually eroding a lot of the challenges that we face as psychologists and psychiatrists as well. And a lot of the truth comes to the fore for us and it faces us. But we tend to push it down or push it aside. But a podcast like what you had uh, invited me to was very different. This was me being honest with myself and it it was kind of scary but it, it did highlight a lot of things for me, a lot of areas that I had previously been uncomfortable with looking at with regards to loneliness um, and even dealing with my own levels of anxiety and depression. So it was, a, it was a light bulb moment for me. I was like, oh, these are the things that I've been ignoring for so long. And, you know, the systematic way of dealing with each challenge as as they represented was healthy for me, very, very important uh, revelation for me. And it just cemented, like what I tell everybody else who I see as patients and as clients, that you need to take time for yourself. (laughs) And here I am telling people all these things, and I wasn't taking personal care of myself in that sense. So I'm happy that the podcast allowed me to explore my own feelings and challenges and to begin the process of, of moving forward with them.
0: Boy, Marlon, I really love to hear how it sounds like there's been so much change and so much growth from from sharing your truth and um. That's a really special thing. So I am so happy that we were able to have the episode. I feel like I discovered a lot about how I was perceiving loneliness versus being alone and the healthy and unhealthy things I was doing as well. So I definitely thank you so much for being a part of that episode. My next guest is a young lady by the name of Stacey Ann Sutherland. And she was brave enough to talk to us about her life as a first-time mom.
6: Since being on Talk Truth, uh, my life as a mom has changed in a sense. Uh, There are some situations happening with my son that we're trying to figure out. And that has changed um, how I mother him and just how I perceive my duty as being a mom. Uh, the pandemic hasn't changed much much for us because we were home parties before that uh, he just tends to not go out on the road as much and I've been working from home for the most part So balancing being a mom and working from home with a child that has special conditions Can be challenging at times, but for the most part we balance each other out and we work together to allow me to accomplish my work and him to have a good day. So We've been blessed to have more good days than bad days. My interview on Talk Truth um, resonated with a lot of moms um, who reached out to me, just saying that, you know, they appreciate me taking the time out to share my story and giving my insights and, you know, they felt like they could connect on some of the topics that I spoke of you know, in terms of dating um, while being a a first time mom and just the whole premise of what it felt like to, you know, be a new mom. So I knew it definitely helped bring some type of healing and some type of um, inspiration to some women. Speaking my truth on a public platform like Talk Truth, uh, didn't impact me necessarily as much as it did those who listened. Um, I'm always the type of person to talk my truth, just probably more on a personal basis, or a person-to-person basis as opposed to on a platform. Um, the reason why I took the opportunity to do that was just that I believe that my story is a testimony that will be able to help other women. So for me, it was just about sharing my story and talking some truth. <laughs> give thanks to Mario for having me once again I appreciate the space that you created for me to share my story and happy anniversary <laughs> and all the best on your next season of talk truth blessings
0: blessings to you Stacey, and thank you for being so brave to share your truth and amen to more good days than bad and thank you for the anniversary love and the support and we wish you and your wonderful baby all the best moving forward. And I'm sure God will bless you and guide you as you move along. My next guest spoke to me about the 90-day rule. And that is episode number 14 with my friend, Shari Lee Crooks. Let's hear from her.
7: Now, this pandemic has, wow, it's really impacted me. But in, in one major way. It's been incredibly positive, but I hated that it had to be so painful for it to be positive. And it's because of that, well, anybody who knows me knows that I love dance with all of me. It is the one thing that has consistently been there for me and taken care of me and quite literally has saved my life. When things aren't going well, when other things are stressful, if I have a show coming up, if I have rehearsals to go to, even if it's just class because we're not necessarily preparing for a performance just being there is amazing especially now that i've added latin night to my um, routine which is every week it's like it's just something to look forward to all the time but this lack of dance not only is it stifling creatively because i have lost my creative outlet i've also lost my means of coping with a lot of other anxieties and stresses in my life. And it has made me very aware that even though I love dance as a form of expression, as a form of speaking, as a form of communicating with myself and a potential audience, because there's not always an audience, but it's also what I use to put a bandaid over things that probably need more attention. And not being able to dance has highlighted that for me, that I kind of just use dance sometimes when I'm going through a lot to kind of just suspend my problems for a couple of hours. And it has forced me to now have to deal with them on a serious, more meaningful level than I would, a lot earlier than I would have to, because I do deal with my problems eventually, but because I don't have the balm of dance to rub over everything, I have to handle them a lot faster and on a deeper level than I normally would have to because now I'm like full-blown medicated for my anxiety I'm not taking them every day because I kind of have this phobia about getting attached to it getting attached to the medication but I'm like my doctor has prescribed me meds now because I went to the doctor randomly on a Saturday morning to say, oh, my heart coming out of my chest, something is wrong with me. And she sat me down and said, your heart is fine. (laughs) She gave me blood tests just to be sure, but she's like, you're fine. So I've had to cope with not having that to kind of just rub over everything. So it's been useful in that sense. So that has, that has helped a lot, but, um, um, it was hard for me to have to face that at first. So there was that. Well, I was on the episode where we discussed the 90 day rule and I got, I got feedback, not a lot, but most of all of it was positive. Actually I had one. Um, acquaintance of mine that I know who came up to me and said wow I listened to your podcast with Mario it was awesome so that was good I sent it to a couple of friends the episode who have since listened to the rest of the podcast so great for them um, and they both ag- all three of them agreed with the standpoint of you know just using the time to really figure out what you want from the person and that the fact that sex early doesn't necessarily always deter from creating a valuable relationship because intention is the most important thing. So most people that I've shared it with seems, seem to agree on that consensus, which is really what I was saying, that you know, intention is what affects whether or not the relationship is formed and not necessarily because you had sex too early. Well, listening back to the episode, which I've done, Um, a couple of times, actually. I realized I wasn't always as upfront as I would have preferred to be. Because my biggest thing, my biggest point that I really hoped you know, came through during my episode was to be honest, upfront about what it is you want. Because that is what saves all of the issues down the line. Not necessarily whether or not you have sex early, but just more like, what is it that you want to get out of this interaction? And I realized I wasn't always Historically, like looking back at a lot of my interactions in that arena of my life, I wasn't always as upfront as early as I would have preferred. So I did have a lot of trepidation down the line that could have been avoided if those conversations were had as early as they should have. So it was interesting for me to kind of listen to myself, make that point, and then go back in my mind to see if that was something that I, I do and employ in my own life. So, I mean, I'm much better about it now, and which is why I guess I have that viewpoint of it. But it was interesting to really think about it and hold myself accountable for that.
0: Boy, Shari, good points you raised. Do we actually practice what we preach? And that's a question that we have to ask ourselves. And then it's good that you actually went back to reanalyze. Is it that what I'm doing aligns with what I'm saying, you know? And also intentional intentionality Um, isn't life all about intention which is a perfect segue into my next guest who spoke to me about intentional living in season two and that is my friend Kim Rickards and she's a woman who's all about intention and that was episode number 22
8: manifesting
0: an intentional life let's hear from Kim
8: When we recorded Manifesting an Intentional Life, I was in a place where I was getting ready to host a one-year anniversary event for Manifest. It was going to be in Brooklyn, New York, and we were all looking forward to it as a team. And um, then a pandemic happened. And we had to shift gears, but in shifting gears, we actually were able to reach more people by hosting a virtual event. And I was super grateful for that because again, our intention was to engage with our audience and to ensure that they felt that, you know, this brunch was going to be a good use of their time. And that really was the feedback. We were able to reach new members of the Manifest community and people have, who had never interacted with us, they interacted with us virtually. They loved that event. They loved it so much that they came to our April happy hour and, um You know, we continue to find ways to engage with our audience and to provide value to them. So I am happy about the way that the pandemic is essentially helping me to be even more intentional. Speaking of being more intentional, I actually launched a podcast during this time to further (laughs) my reach as a professional homegirl, if you will. And the podcast is called Let's Man a Feast. And I'm able to come into people's homes, cars, earbuds, wherever they are on a weekly basis to really have conversation around topics that matter and to share more voices of color, professionals of color that are doing really cool things or that are telling their stories in ways that may not have been heard before. So I'm excited again about being intentional, even during a pandemic. So while life is changing, It's changing for me, I would say, in a positive way, and I'm excited to see how it continues to unfold. When the episode of Talk Truth launched and I shared it with my followers and members of my community, I got positive feedback. The feedback essentially was, Kim, you should share more. You need to tell people, you know, how you got into X job. You need to tell people how you were able to save. You need to tell people... Um, why you created Manifest and what it really means to you and really go deeper. So the positive feedback has been very encouraging. And of course, it also opened my community and my network up to the show. And people were able to go back and listen to previous episodes and they have been loving it. Speaking my truth on the podcast positively impacted me. The aha moment that I had was you have a nice voice, you have a voice that people want to hear and a story that people want to hear, so share it, which continued to further the confirmation that Let's Man a Feast was super timely and important to share during a pandemic, right? People need to hear stories of inspiration, encouragement and strength, but people also need to know that They can do this, whatever this may be for them. So I am happy to have pushed past any insecurity that I may have had, mostly around just hearing my voice, because if you haven't recorded anything where you had to listen back to your own voice, it could be scary. But pushing past that and actually doing it has tremendously been well received, and I am grateful for it.
0: And Kim, we're grateful for you. It's interesting hearing another person speak about fear of hearing their voice back. It's it's a very real thing in the podcast world. I was very shocked when people told me that I had a nice voice because I don't really like my speaking voice. But I find that because the headphones are on and the mic creates such a great quality vocal that I think I can gauge it better because I can hear it. But when I'm not hearing it, I don't love it that much. <laughs> but um, yeah, we all have a voice. We all have a story, Kim. And thank you for always been intentional and encouraging others to to be intentional i've been listening to kim's um podcast let's manifest and it's really nice i would recommend that you guys give it a listen um lots of different guests with different voices different different backgrounds and it's really cool thanks again kim my next guest is my designer and illustrator friend miss ayana dixon asd and um, she's one of those entrepreneurs I'm always proud of because she's always hammering the ground and I'm um, just doing really cool new stuff. And I spoke to her in episode 23 about her journey as a fashion designer slash illustrator. Here's Ayana.
9: Hey, Mario. So it's Ayana. Um, I mean, what's been happening since, since um, when was it? I think January, late January when we had our um, podcast. Uh, So much has happened. I mean, COVID has happened to all of us all over the world. Um, And that has been a very full experience. Um, I think at first I was very panicked and thinking, wow, I'm not going to make any money. Um, You know, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be by myself because I live by myself and I work by myself. So, like, I'm really going to be alone, alone. And I was freaked out. But, um, Things have worked out, you know, I have like an isolation friend that I we just decided that, you know, we're going to hug each other during this time period and we're not going to hug anybody else. Um, So that's been a safe person for me to hug. So I'm getting, you know, physical contact on a bare minimum and um, business is going, I would say way better than I thought it would. Considering I'm selling masks, Um, but more importantly, I think this time is just just a slow-paced time for all of us, even, you know, the earth, to just kind of take time and, like, regroup and, you know, like wheel and come back again, essentially. Um, How are we going to make the changes for the future? You know, like, what am I going to be doing with ASD? I've been doing a lot of planning, um, a lot of work on myself, um, lots of introspection um, and that kind of thing. So um, especially since I was taking, I don't know if you remember, I was taking my six months, the first six months of the year to kind of just be single and like, you know, work on myself and, you know, figure out what I want to do with ASD and the changes I want to make. And um, now, I mean, I can't be distracted by anything else, right, because COVID has everybody staying at home. So um, it's been... I, I definitely don't want to say it's been horrible. I mean, I've been staying safe. I've been staying home. I've been isolating, wear masks, washing my hands, sanitizing when I have to go on the road. And yeah, so that's the update for me. So the feedback that I got from the podcast, uh, lots of people just <laughs> reached out and said, wow, you know, like you are so genuine and vulnerable. And, you know, like, they just really admired, like, I guess how candid I was in saying, you know, talking, talking my truth um, with you. And, yeah, I mean, for myself personally, I, I like to say true to who I am in all things. Um, I find it really hard when I have to pretend, quote unquote, to you know, kind of fit into somebody else's like how somebody wants me to be or image likeness, whatever it is, um, I have a real problem with pretending to to be something else. So um, I the feedback was good and it seemed to have touched some people in a way that they were just saying, well, you know, like, I didn't know that you had that experience or, you know, like I really enjoyed that book that you said you recommended or whatever so it was definitely very positive so thank you for having me on oh good question so did speaking my truth on the podcast impact me in any way for example an aha moment or a light bulb moment or highlight any personal discomforts or insecurities um honestly I typically like I live in my truth and I speak my truth all the time so like if I'm unhappy with something if I am um, sad whatever it is happy sad like you will know I'm not going I don't ever pretend like so <laughs> to hide my feelings or anything like that it is what it is I'm not gonna be disrespectful but you're gonna know what's up so um, I don't really think I've said anything that was made me uncomfortable i do think though um if i remember correctly i did talk about um being kicked out and that was the first time that i um i spoke about that in a public forum and i did kind of overthink um you know, like, so after we recorded I mean, clearly we are friends. So um, after we recorded it, I was thinking to myself in between when it was recorded and when he started, you know, he posted about it and whatever. I was like, wow, Jano Star. I don't know if I would have said something that may have, you know, offended someone, um, maybe my family or um, just, you know, like I just was more concerned about how... Um, I would have represented people in my story. And especially since you're a friend, (laughs) like sometimes you can get very comfortable when you're talking to your friends and it might not necessarily be um, what you would want the public to kind of know. So I think I was more kind of anxious. I couldn't remember exactly what I said and I was just like, Jano Star. And it's not even about like being fake or not. It's just... um, you know, as much as it is my story, I still would like to, you know, respect um, the other people that will be affected by my story being told, because it's not necessarily only going to affect my life, (laughs) you know, like, depending on how I say things. Um, But I mean, once I heard it, I was like, oh, it was fine. Like, I don't know why I was stressing (laughs) I never said I'm bad, (laughs) so um, yeah, but that's kind of what I was worried about.
0: Yeah, Ayana, like Randy, you kind of had that similar concern and and just for the, the listeners, I want them to know that none of the guests heard any of the other guests' responses. So these are coming from, these responses are coming from really genuine places. And it is really important to think about how your truth might affect other people even if you choose to own it, which you always should. So, good point, um, Ayana. And I'm so glad the pandemic actually isn't as bad as people thought it would be for business. You know, so much negativity is being thrown at the poor pandemic. And in a way, I think the pandemic has really been a beautiful time for a lot of us, as you said, to to plan and reflect and sell and reanalyze what we're doing. And oh, ISO friend, huh? I like it. ISO buddy. well good for you that is great that you have somebody to hug and thanks again for being again brave enough to come on the show and i'm glad that in retrospect you don't feel bad about anything that you shared the next guest is none other than lisa mclean and lisa actually expressed that interest in coming on the podcast as well and we spoke about her journey self-publishing her her book her books and um well, let's hear a little bit about what's going on with lisa now
10: so here we are middle of may 2020 um and since my really fantastic podcast um on mario's show on talk truth um like everyone else a lot has changed right this pandemic has definitely forced my life to slow down a whole lot. Um, I am teaching online, not going into school every day. Um, And definitely I've had to, with the social distancing, curtail a lot of any events that I would have had planned to publicize the book. But that's okay, because as with all things, that opens other opportunities. I have been able um, to share my book online, and to learn about the technology involved in doing that. Um, I've been able to share my knowledge of education and be able to share my experience of teaching online and even that is its own learning experience which is really exciting um, because it's new and even though it is teaching it's very different when you're teaching online with a younger cohort than for whom learning distance learning is originally designed for. So I suppose in some respects, um, the pandemic has involved a lot of learning, a lot of time for self-reflection, of really trying to focus on what's important, what my goals are, and certainly teaching me how to really push through despite everything else. So despite how overwhelming it all feels, um, I really have been able to hunker down um, find a little bit more strength, fall back on my faith a lot more and really just keep pushing with my writing, pushing with getting my new book to the stage where it can be published. I'll be at a slower pace, but I think I'm learning to be patient and to trust more in the timing of the process and trust that things will materialize when they should. Um, The feedback on a podcast was overwhelmingly positive. Um, Everyone who listened to it um, found it interesting to listen to the background story behind my grandparents' book, the influence that my grandparents had on my life. For those who knew me well, um, or who know me well, I know they weren't particularly surprised, they knew a lot of this, but then they were able to discover a little bit more about um, my passion for dancing, which I don't do so much anymore. Um, But for the most part, I think that the, the most meaningful feedback for me was that it was honest and that I was able to truly actually pull together and voice really what my passions are and really talk about my journey in a way that I really never have before with that level of comfort and that level of clarity. So it allowed me to reflect on my journey and it was great to hear others saying that it was something they enjoyed hearing and for some it was inspiring for them to take on their own dreams and set their own goals you know initially um (laughs) when i thought about appearing on the show and trying to decide what i would speak about i was feeling um a little hesitant about sharing so much about my life growing up um, particularly you know experiencing a really what I felt was a traumatic divorce and then growing up with my parents, with my grandparents, rather. um, Some of that I don't always want to share with strangers. Um, I become more comfortable with sharing it. Um, But that felt a little odd to me, but it also did feel as if I was able to lift a burden um, and then also in sharing kind of remove the stigma of what it's like to step out of a childhood that's not ideal and still be able to have goals and to push through and still appreciate that there's this community really that facilitates the raising of children and that we are not our own persons. Um, So that was I think the only really uncomfortable part of the the podcast. What I did appreciate though was that it really forced me to reflect on my journey. It really forced me to be able to express that very clearly, um, not just for other people, but just for me, for me to truly, truly understand where I was coming from and just how much further this journey could take me. you know, because even now I'm doing so much more writing in this time that I have at home and writing on a whole range of subjects that are pulling on different experiences that I have and I'm really really enjoying it. Um, I should have known I would end up here (laughs) you know from my experience in drama at UE but I really never thought it would become an experience that I would own and enjoy and actually be able to turn into an income generating um, business as well. So thank you for the opportunity to share my story Mario. I really appreciated it.
0: And as of course, you know, I'm going to say we appreciated you and um, you said so many things again. I, I feel the same way about me as a musician. I should have known I was going to end up here because the, the trajectory really was always pointing here, even though it hadn't been clear to me until it became clear to me. And other things you said that I really loved include leaning back on faith, being patient to kind of allow things to unfold as they should. And now getting back in touch with yourself in a way that you're really focused on doing the things that you enjoy doing it's like a whole time capsule that opened up for us to take advantage of and um, I really appreciate that you're able to to find that space and and I hope others will as well and and again beautiful to hear the recurring theme that you know we'll survive and We all sometimes have some fears and discomforts that we have to face head on. And and when we do, we learn. So Lisa, thank you so much. My final guest for this episode is my guest from episode number 30, where we spoke about fat phobia, something I didn't know a lot about. And Andrew Brown was kind enough to share his experience around fat phobia
11: life during the pandemic for me hasn't been great but you know i remain grateful because i'm still working and i'm still earning um but adjusting to working from home as um it hasn't been very easy um i also live alone so and i have been i started early so i started like we it was early so i think for me now i'm on month three so yeah i am adjusting to that life and trying to make the best of it but i work better when i'm in an environment where it's cool and being at home and jps being who they are you know no ac can run or you have to just suck up and pay some crazy light bill and that's not gonna happen um sometimes loneliness kind of started to creep in at the end of month one um being locked up at home not seeing anyone but you know kind of made some changes to fix that so i am coping i am good i did get feedback regarding the podcast and it was positive people actually enjoyed it um There have been people who also encouraged me to try and do my own. Um, So it's been great. Um, I was very surprised, you know, I was a bit nervous about doing it. So the positive feedback from strangers has been great. I am a very much kind of in the background kind of person. So doing the podcast and getting the feedback, that has... You know, make me feel like, okay, maybe I can step out into the light a little bit. And so I appreciate it for that. Um, So I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with the idea of doing public stuff, anything public. I've just never really been the one to do anything really public. I like my work in the background and it's comfortable there also for me any insecurities are no i as i said one of the wonderful things i told someone about being in your 30s is you start to really understand who you are and know yourself so anything i said on it was i know those stuff um so it's really just the feedback and i really appreciate that it got people around me to actually have the discussion you know because as i told you when before we did the podcast that i spoke with friends about it and they really didn't even believe that it existed fatphobia they didn't really believe that it was a thing so i like that it got people to have that discussion with themselves and with their friends so i appreciate it for that
0: and again as usual we appreciate you for speaking about such a very sensitive and personal topic and um boy andrew all i can say for you is like everybody else keep pushing through and 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 thanks for being so honest for me listening to all of you makes me really happy and i it's hard to put into words how happy i am because i myself entered into this podcast space not knowing exactly what it was going to become. I had a thought and I had an idea and I brought it to life not realizing the impact it would have on the world and listeners who choose to listen but mainly on me. And after hearing all of these responses, also the impact that it has had on you. So it it validates for me the reason to continue to do it. And 30 eight episodes this being the 39th which i kind of call you know recap episode one really just reminds me about the connectivity of humans and how we are so similar even though we think we're so different and just by asking all of you the same question without you guys even knowing what your responses were and seeing the common thread of being uncertain, even though being interested to share initially, entering the space and being a little nervous about possibly oversharing and having a negative impact on yourself or those around you, and just putting yourself out there to potentially get feedback that you may not have wanted, but still being brave enough to step up to the plate and share your truth. So to Khadijah, Wayne, Akeem, Randy, Marlon, Stacian, Shari Lee, Kim, Ayana, Lisa, and Andrew. Thank you guys so much for talking the truth and for being on Talk (laughs) Truth. A place where your truth clearly set you free and hopefully will set others free. Thank you for being a part of it again. Which brings me to the end of part one of our anniversary celebration. Next week in part two, you'll hear from the rest of our guests who are on the show. Some of your favorites. Uh, um, Just as these were some of your favorites. And after next week, we're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little break and regroup and get it back together. So... Again, once again, thank you. You know what to do. Share this podcast with your friends. Subscribe, comment, rate it, and follow us on social media. On Instagram, talk.truthja, and follow me at Mario Evan. And on Twitter, talktruthja. If you want to send us an email, it's talktruthja at gmail.com. And of course, you know, the podcast can be found at talktruthja.com. Guys, I'm also still trying to get my YouTube watch hours up. So youtube.com slash Mario Evon, the podcast is there as well. So please go to my YouTube channel and listen, 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 listen and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe and share, share, share. Please um help me to monetize my YouTube channel. You know I don't, I'm not afraid to share my truth. Thanks again for everything. Thanks to you guests for all of your sharing. Until next time, guys. Blessed love. Bye. (coughs)